Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Innovation Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Hughes, coming to you from the University of Charleston in West Virginia. Welcome to today's show. With me today, I have the owner and operator of Moldavite Marketing, Whitney Hunt. Whitney, welcome to the show. Thank you, Eli. You're welcome. You're welcome. So you are a actually our first female guest, first female business owner, and first former uh, innovation scholar, which is what I am, so I run this show, to be on the podcast. How does that feel? That's fantastic. You know, I like um, being able to represent all of those different uh, groups, and I'm really, really just happy to be here, and um, I'm excited. I love the way the podcast is going, and so I'm happy to be a part of it. Well, that is quite wonderful. We've, uh, we've had some nice weather here recently today. Yeah, it was yeah. beautiful. I rode here. Um, I drive a Bronco, so I dropped the top off of it. Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to do that today. Yep. It's a nice day. It was yeah. nice. Oh, sweet. That's awesome. Well, uh, let's just get right into this uh, for today's episode. So, uh, everyone, uh, for those of you who don't know Whitney personally, she just graduated with her master's degree back in, I believe it was December? Yep, December 2022. December 2022. Yes, and she, uh, at that time, not only was she working as a graduate assistant at the University of Charleston, but she was also starting her own marketing company here in the uh, Charleston area. Yeah. So I actually started it a little bit earlier than that. I started it in undergrad. It was like, I had a very untraditional path. I finished in three and a half years. So I would say between my like sophomore to junior year kind of technically. Uh, So I started it back then and it was kind of something I did on the side. I only had a couple of clients at that time. And then last year in 2022, I really started to pick it up um, and go more aggressive at it from a business aspect. So yeah, so I did that as a graduate assistant um, here in the admissions office at UC, and I was finishing up my master's of business administration with a focus in management. So yeah. Wow. That's pretty pretty busy. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy being busy. So oh, that's, that's great. That is, that's uh, actually quite wonderful. It's good to see young people, especially in our uh, Appalachian region where you know we're from uh, that's really nice seeing people get a grasp of entrepreneurship at such an early age and early start yeah yeah I am very passionate not just about um, marketing and the business but also about uh, innovation and entrepreneurship as well and I think that passion has came because uh, it's something I, I I knew about but wasn't introduced to until I really arrived at the University of Charleston and became a scholar and met all of these great mentors. Uh, So it means a lot to me now, and I'm hoping to just pass that on to other generations. I have siblings, um, so it's it's very important, and it's important we kind of uh, pass that on to the the future. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think uh, entrepreneurship is definitely something that I think uh, every person, you know, should they have the calling, I guess you'd say, for it yeah. or the passion? I think they should definitely pursue it. And yeah. you know, If you fail, it's okay because you yeah. can always start another business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think all of us kind of have an entrepreneurship bone, if you will, and we just don't really know it or don't really realize it. So entrepreneurship's kind of uh, in everything that we do. It might not be having your own business per se and trying to sell whatever the product or services that you have to people. But uh, if you're an employee and you're looking for a job, you're essentially like selling yourself and your skills to other employers. So I I think we've all got a touch of entrepreneur in us 
just some of us uh, embrace it a little bit more or tap into it a little bit more than others. So Right. Now, this wasn't your original career path, was it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I, um, when I was younger, I always said I wanted to be a, an attorney. You know, I, I, that's all I wanted to do. I came to UC, and that's why I have a bachelor's degree in political science. Um, and I thought I was going to do that. And I actually did an internship here um, in Charleston at a law firm, West Law Firm with Brooks West. So shout out to Brooks if he ever listens to this. Nice. Yeah. Brooks is uh, just an incredible person. Everyone that works at West Law Firm is an incredible person. But he kind of took me under his wing and showed me um, – like some some marketing and a little bit about business ownership and really just a plethora of things. And after that, I I was hooked on marketing. So I kind of just changed my whole career path. I started the marketing company, um, got the business degree too, and that was it. That was all she wrote. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's great. And nothing like uh, I'm glad you shout out uh, your former employer. Nothing like free advertising in this day and age. That's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm sure they appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get sued. Uh, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. So, um, talking about you know, I, I really liked how you brought up the fact that your degree is not even related really to business or per se, uh, you know, political science. People would usually think of like you know being like a political scientist or right. law school or politician, you know, that, that kind of thing. So I really liked how you yeah. brought up that, you know, you don't have to be, you know, cookie cutter business person right. to start your own business. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I, I am very, I never regret getting the political science degree um, ever because I think there's a real value there in a political science degree and any of the social sciences, really. I think it makes you a very good analytical thinker as far as like being able to um, read passages and really pick out the important context of that um, and analyze things. But uh, but yeah, you don't have to just stick to to one thing just because you got a degree in it. And I think you should explore and I think you should be a lifelong learner, like never stop learning and pursuing new things. So, yeah, I agree. So uh, your company, Motivite Marketing. Yeah. Why in the world did you name it Motivite Marketing? Yeah. So I really um, just wanted something that started with an M. And I know this is just a stupid story, but I was like, I need the first word to be M. So that way the second word can be marketing and I'll have double M's. And I, my cousin had just got a cat and she was looking for like gym names for her cat. Um, so like amethyst or something like that. Like actual rocks. Like, not, yeah, like rock gyms. Not yeah. like a gym like I build, build my muscle. Right, yeah. Right. Or not like your gym, like your uncle gym. Yeah. Yes, like, thank you. Like gyms. Yeah. So and she named her cat Onyx. And I remember I came across the stone Moldvite and I was like, yeah, okay. That'll that'll work. So I so I went with that, and it's a conversation starter because usually people don't know how to spell it, don't know how to say it, or want to know where it came from. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's a true story, everyone. Before we came on air today, I asked her. I was like, "So how do you say? It? Is it motivate, motivate?" I was like, yeah. "How are we how are we saying this?" So. Yep, nothing better than um, marketing that makes people question what they just saw or heard. So yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guarantee, I always know what a motivate yeah. is now. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> So how about you explain to us like what your business does? Yeah, I'd love to. So, of course, main focus is marketing. That's at the core. But I've, I have I knew when I started this company, I wanted to take a different approach. So a lot of things that you'll see today is people become so focused in one niche of marketing. 
people are maybe focused on SEO, so search engine optimization, and that's what their services are really, really tailored to. Or people are maybe focused in content writing, and they're um, trying to sell their services of blog writing or of writing captions for social media, or maybe people are really focused in website design, and um, they're really focusing on selling designing websites to people. I wanted something that provided an overall approach and picture to marketing because I think that you can't just have a touch in one piece of marketing. You have to have your hand in every single part of marketing. So I have the marketing system. And what that really does is it looks at marketing just like your payroll system, just like your HR system, just like your client intake system, whatever it may be. And it makes a system for marketing. So what we do is we do an initial like onboarding phase. Um, and it really starts with an assessment. And that lasts for a period of time. So we analyze where your current marketing efforts are being spent, how much money you're spending, um, how it's actually performing. And then from there, we move to goal planning. So we take a look at what is it that you would actually like to achieve, not just from a marketing perspective, but from an overall business perspective. What do you want to do in two years? What do you want to do in three or in five. And then after that, we start to do strategic analysis. So we start to understand the consumer, understand uh, the competitors of this business. How? It, what is the best way to reach your consumer? Where are your competitors spending their money? And should you be spending there? Um, and then after that, we move on to the tactic formation phase, which is um, putting together all of the pieces and really building out the funnels based off of the data that we have already gathered. So building those marketing funnels of casting a large net um, and capturing a lot of leads and then nurturing them through the funnel process. And then after that, um, it's just kind of maintaining and shifting that system construction because nothing stays the same in the marketplace. Um, one day there might be something that's really, really popular and um, we need to change the funnel to kind of, uh, you know, fit that market trend. Yeah, some may say it's uh, innovative. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, I, I like to think so. Um, you know, I think... There's other companies out there that are trying to touch on all pieces of marketing, and they do a really good job of that. And um, I just wanted to take what was already out there and put it together, but also change it more. And as we know, the definition of innovation is not just about creating a new product um, or service, but also creating a new process or system. And that's really where I wanted to Adding value. Adding value. That's right. That's absolutely true. So that's what we do in a nutshell. And I know that was kind of a, a long-winded uh, rant, but it goes wow. deeper than that. So yeah, that, that was wonderful. That was very wonderful. So, so um, you know, when we think about innovation, mm-hmm. we think about, like you mentioned, it's products, services, you know, techniques, yeah. you know, that, that sort of thing. But not only people think about innovating, like, non-tangible things, such as business models. Right. For instance. So, yeah. Um, you know, it sounds like your business model is pretty unique yeah. compared to traditional, you know, yeah. marketing, you know, yeah. um, what we're looking for, maybe avenues. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Um, I think that there's a very popular definition of innovation has arose um, amongst our culture. And that really, whenever we think innovation, we think, you know, Steve Jobs, or we think Bill Gates, or we think um, 
uh, Elon Musk. You know, those are the people we think of because they've invented Tesla, they invented the Mac, they invented um, Microsoft, whatever it may be. But it's not it doesn't always have to be a physical product. Like sometimes inserting just one thing into a system of a way that we do something makes a huge difference. So look look at Lean Six Sigma, for example. That's not something you can actually touch, but it's a process that businesses across the world use in order to make more efficient and effective producing systems or even just like sending, um, you know, crafting a piece of marketing content and getting it to that final stage where you post it. So, yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Whitney is a Lean Six Sigma black belt Yes, herself. So she knows a thing or two about innovating uh, or improving processes, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think that's been a valuable skill for marketing as well because, um, you know, I can sit there all day and pump out content, but um, we want to make sure that content's effective and that it's getting to the consumer uh, in the way that it's supposed to. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's very interesting because I know usually people think of processes and Lean Six Sigma, it's more of on the management side of like, you know, but nobody ever thinks about it from a marketing perspective. Yeah. And so you're kind of lucky because you've kind of combined the two to make this business, which I'm assuming is very successful because you've yeah. been at for you know a few years now. Yeah, two years and five months. Wow, so that far. long. Wow, yeah. That's, yeah, I know it's been quick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so we, it's. Uh, I started out with like two clients, like the the at the end of the first year, and at that point, you know, I was still in my undergrad. I was double majoring and taking like eighteen to twenty one credits a semester. So I don't, and I was the president of the scholar. So I don't think I could have like really done much more than that. And then we've grown from um, two to uh, like four and now we're at six. So just kind of like picking up two clients every year. But this is the year now that this is what I'm doing full time that I'm hoping to see some real growth in clients because I, I love working with these business owners. Um, they're, they're just fantastic. I mean, they they really are. There's no other word for it. So they're, they're great people. I love building the relationships and I love seeing what they're doing. That's great. That's a that's that's truly a, a service industry. Yeah, know, like what, you're, what you're doing. So yeah, I'm sure they appreciate it, and I know the economy appreciates it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it helps the G- GDP. You know. Yeah, but, I mean, some of them when I graduated sent me graduation cards. Some uh, of them send me birthday cards. You know, like how, how nice. You don't get to build those types of relationships um, in other places, so I enjoy it. And I yeah. really do. So, what's your target uh, clientele? Is it like minim- min- small businesses, middle? businesses, any corporations? What are we looking for? I think um, probably small, medium-sized businesses is probably where it would set. But as far as industry, there's really not a specific industry. I've worked with a um, sporting goods startup. I worked, I've worked with lawyers. I've worked with um, credit unions, financial advisors, accountants. So, so yeah, there's not a specific industry, but size-wise, I've really kind of been in that small to medium-sized business space. I really enjoy it because they're kind of the, – these people are – and this group of businesses are really kind of like the, the backbone of our nation, and it's the mom-and-pop shops um, in every single town across the United States, and they're making a major difference. So, yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's, that's good. Very good. Well, so we've kind of hit on your company. We've hit on the innovation aspect of it all, your personal life. Mm-hmm. So, well, I guess we'll still stick to your company, I guess, in a way. But 
you know, do you see yourself ever working for someone besides besides being uh, self-employed? Uh, I don't know if I could make the shift away from entrepreneurship. And I know that's weird because I'm 23 and I haven't really um, – I haven't worked a lot of jobs like just for one sole company um, before this point. I really just dove headfirst into entrepreneurship and absolutely loved it. And I think at some point I may, you know, just settle down with one company. But I think right now I enjoy this more because I get to kind of work with so many different companies at the same time. And I get to work in so many different industries at the same time. And they all have something so unique to offer. And they all have so many amazing people with inside their organizations. So right now, I like where I'm at in the future. I I really don't know. I I didn't think I'd be doing marketing if you asked me a couple of years ago. So It's true. It's true. Where do you see, like, I mean, obviously, I mean, you've only been in this for a couple of years now, but has the market innovated in any way, changed on you since you've been in it? Oh, yeah. Marketing's always changing, and you've got to keep up. Um, I put a certain amount of time each week aside devoted just to educational purposes and to training. So, yeah, the market for marketing is constantly changing. I mean, we see new tools coming out with artificial intelligence right now. And while I still really embrace, um, you know, doing it, actually sitting down and doing that work, I, I really enjoy that. And I think that's probably where my business will stay for a while. I still need to make sure I'm keeping up on AI, um, you know, it's just it's just a thing, and you don't know where it's going to take off to in the future. But yeah, it's constantly changing and constantly innovating. Oh, that's I've really, I, I personally myself, I'm just AI is just totally above my head, and <laughs> I don't I don't care, you know, just to yeah. not think about it. But yeah, AI is. Um, I mean, it's. It's interesting to say the least. There's a lot of stuff, especially even over the last two years that's came out within specifically the field of marketing um, that I think if you're a marketing professional and you're not staying up to date on that stuff, you're doing yourself an injustice. Um, But it doesn't mean you have to use it. You just need to know what's out there. So, so yeah. And you owe that to yourself and to your clients too. Yeah. I think the final question for today's interview well, first of all, I appreciate you for taking the time oh, yeah. out of your schedule. I'm sure I probably kept you from making the million-dollar deal. No, you're good. So, you're good. Yeah, I appreciate that uh, for coming here. So, But what is your one advice for young innovators, young you know, entrepreneurs, anyone looking to truly try to change the world just coming out of college? Yeah. I think the there's a couple of things. First, connections are crucial. We know this. We hear it all the time. You've got to meet people. You've got to get out there and get to know who's in the community. you got to get to know who's across the United States. So make the connections. You never know how that's going to change your life. The other thing um, who's one, for someone who's wanting to maybe jump into entrepreneurship or even just make a difference in general, don't quit learning just because you're out of college. That's, that's a good one. Just because you just got a degree, uh, you know, take a month off, right? Take a month off. You just graduated. Enjoy it. But then dive back into something. Pick up a book. Um, get online. There's free trainings everywhere. Or if you want to do a paid training, that's cool too. But you cannot stop learning and you cannot stop innovating. So that's the biggest thing. Um, if you're if you're motivated, you can make it happen. I totally believe that. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. That's That was very, very, very good. Good answer. Thank you, Ayla. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Well, everyone... 
That has been today's episode. I'm your host, Eli Hughes, and this has been the Innovation Scholar Podcast.